Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. And also, uh, we're going to talk with some more people. Now, again, coming to you, and on this uh, Wednesday... I believe we should be live on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Oh, good. And, uh, and everybody, and Anna, our translator, all right? We have an English-speaking person, so it's fantastic. Oh, good. Now, uh, what is your name? Tanya. Okay, and it's, it's sensitive. And where are you, uh, where are you from? Uh, I am from Kiev Oblast. And uh, what can you tell us about uh, how did you end up here? It, it, it'll pick you up. Okay, uh, so... On the 21st, of course, uh, around uh, 5.40 in the morning, we heard, uh, like, bombing. We heard just explosions. And uh, we... we Can you tell us um, where in Ukraine, like, what, what part of the country, is it north, is it east, is it south? We, where is your town located in, in the country of Ukraine? It's uh, like very near to the capital of Ukraine. It's uh, near Kyiv. It's Kyiv region. It's in the north of Ukraine. So tell us what happened on that morning. Uh, uh, at first, it was, it was like a regular day. Uh, and uh, of course... We were, were, were you, were you going to go to work? Uh, I was going to go to the groomers with my dog. The groomer with your dog? Where is your dog? take him. Uh, uh, part of my family stayed in Ukraine and only me and my brother went uh, to Poland. What's his name? Vlad. Does he speak English as well? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you stand next to your, um, and what's you, your, what's your relationship? We have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. yeah. You're needed in something like this. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to take, this is interesting. You're going to take your dog to the groomer. And all of a sudden, you hear the bombs start going off. Oh uh, no! Uh, it was in the in the night, like uh, five uh, forty a.m., and we were asleep. But the next day, we were going we were going to have just a regular day, like we had plans. Uh, parents were gonna go to work. I was gonna go with my dog to the groomer, and like, yeah. Uh, well, what, what were you gonna do that? Day? I'm just got, yeah, go to school. Yeah. Regular. You go to school? Yeah. How, how old are you? Uh, 15. 15. Okay, so you go to high school? Uh, yeah. Okay. Nice. All right, so then what happened? Uh, everyone was just asleep, uh, but uh, we were all alarmed because on 18th, uh, we heard rumor that Putin was, was trying to start a war on 18th, but nothing happened. Yeah. A lot of rumors building for a while. Yeah, that's been, it's been going on for a while. Uh, and uh, everyone was kind of alarmed. Uh, but uh, the moment we heard first explosion, we like we got up very quickly, started packing our uh, things, and and we escaped to a village where was like it, it was better in the village. It wasn't bombed yet. Uh, we now, what what about your the rest of your family? Um, all of my family escaped to the village. Did. Yeah. So you just had to leave your home right there. Yeah, we packed some things and just left on our car like uh, this instant. How, how loud was it? Uh, it was pretty loud to, to get everyone. Loud. Like, Do you have any video? Uh, no, unfortunately. 
Yeah. So go ahead. On the first night, uh, our uh, city wasn't really bombed re really hard. But uh, today in Vasilkiv, it's our city, Vasilkiv. It, it is like very destroyed. And uh, a few days uh, later, uh, one of the buildings that is really close to our building, it was uh, shelled. A bomb, uh, bomb, bomb like uh, hit right into the center of it. Yeah. Holy cow! It was very scary. I, I don't understand, like, how are we going to go to our city, like our hometown, because uh, everything is different now. Like, uh, one uh, educational institution was bombed, uh, a school where my friend uh, studied. In that school, people were hiding in the basement, and 13 people were killed. Oh my goodness. Anna, what's your reaction? I've heard something about Vasilkiv because Vasilkiv is one of the most hot spots right now, one of the most dangerous places. And it's like two military bases in it, and yeah. we and we and live like really close to it. So our house is probably not gonna stay for. A Decided to leave this place. We decided on the spot, like when we heard first, first uh, explosions on 24th, we escaped right away. We took some uh, things and escaped to the village. Then, uh, like, we heard some uh, uh, planes and bombs, like, passing by the village we were staying. And the next day, we escaped to a far, uh, far more place, like uh, to Cherkaska Oblast. Yes. And we stayed in Cherkaska region, like, for a while. for maybe 10 days or more and uh, then yeah in Cherkask Oblast it, it was pretty safe but uh, the thing is our parents started worrying very much because of uncertainty we don't know what's gonna happen next we don't know if we can survive there anymore because of uh, economy stuff and everything else so our parents were very worried and they uh, like they pushed us, they urged us to leave, so we left today. They stayed, they didn't want to go, because uh, it was in the, the village they're staying, it, it's pretty quiet, uh, but uh, there are nearby villages that are like shelled every day. It's like Uman is near, uh, Cherkasi, they have sirens very often too, so... But they couldn't leave because they have a grandma here, and she is weak. And my, yeah, and my father can't leave because he's of military age. And my mother, she doesn't want to leave them like two people, my father and his mother. So she stayed too. So it's like uh, husband and wife and uh, grandma. So they stayed in the village and we left. Now, what about your friends from high school? Where are all of they? Have they stayed or is everyone leaving? Some of they them just scattered around Ukraine and uh, different countries. Some I have two friends have, so yeah. in Romania, some, some friends in Poland. Yeah. Ooh, do you want to say hello to some of your uh, friends that may then watch this and see this on the Facebook stream? Who do you want to say hello to? Uh, I want to say hello to Vanya Perverzio. Vanya Perverzio. <laughs> Who else? Name some of the kids in your class. We'll see it eventually. Very close friend, but he's uh, not my um, classmate. He's just my friend. Uh, 
Timofey Fanta and Arsen Kalashnikov. And what do you say to them? I mean, this is, um, and again, folks, it's the John DePietro show. First of all, your English, both of you, is excellent. How did you learn such good English? You're YouTube. almost as good as I know. You too. YouTube and First streams. of all, uh, like, basic grammar in school. Second of all, YouTube memes and everything else. Because uh, pop culture boosts your English really well. It's better than just school education. Now, so is, I just want everyone to understand this. So are people... Are, are you? Were you hiding in the basement of your home because the the bombs are going off outside? Like, where are people hiding? Uh, people are hiding in the basements. Uh, uh, some of them are hiding in homes, like in between uh, two walls. I think you know the rule, like uh, the rule of two in between the walls. Yeah, in between the walls. Like uh, some people, they run to the basements. But the thing is, uh, in Ukraine, like ninety percent of basements are not specified for bombing, and a lot of people like. Uh, hundreds of people are stuck because uh, some houses are like destroyed and they are under the pieces uh, under the ruins and some people die a lot of people die in the basements because they are not uh, like built well for bombing you know when i was in israel uh everyone has a bomb shelter because of what they deal with but obviously not everyone does in america they don't except for some of the nuts but <laughs> certainly in ukraine you would not now anna who's our translator I'm just curious what stands out to you. We've heard different stories. What what about their story stands out to you? I mean, their story is really their story is really similar to mine because, for example, my parents uh, are still in Ukraine in in a small city in the Kharkiv Kharkiv region, and also uh, my grandma as well. She's sick, and that's why they can't move. They can't leave the the, the country. So. I really feel you guys because my situation is the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really glad that you are here because at least yeah. you are safe. And uh, do you know what you are going to do next? Uh, where, where do you go from from here? You know, you just arrived. Take us through. When did you get on the train to where where we are right now? We got on the train uh, last night at 12. At was it was it crowded? Uh, yeah, it was pretty. Crowded. And midnight. Midnight, yeah, at midnight. Uh, there were like four, four uh, buses. We went there by bus. Four buses of people. Like, and they... Uh, yeah, they rushed uh, here. So we got here like at noon, maybe. Minutes ago. 11 o'clock. 11, maybe. In the morning. And is the train, families, children, dogs... But no, all just of them, all of them except for men. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No men. Now, what about your friends? Who is some of your friends that, you know, you suddenly had to say, I'll see you whenever? Like, suddenly everyone is just fleeing their home. Yeah, last night I had to say uh, to my close friend that I'm just leaving the country. And it's weird because some of my friends stayed in Vasilki. Some of them stayed in Berdyansk. It's uh, occupied, right, occupied, occupied right now. I, I'm, I'm very worried because uh, sometimes uh, the connection can disappear and I, I can't hear from my friend. And some of them are under like shelling because one of my uh, friends is in Warsaw and they didn't have food like for a week. I don't know what's going to happen next. Some people are dying right now because they don't have food. Yeah, right now. Because it's not safe to go out. Problem right now, yes, because a lot of people in Ukraine they're staying there. Are like 
bombing and shooting just civilians everywhere. People are creating uh, green corridors and Russians are shooting them. So people ca can't leave. Like. So it's, you, you can't just go to the store. Because the did you could you hear or see any of the Russian soldiers? Or you just heard that they're doing. Uh, we were very lucky and safe because we escaped the regions that weren't uh, occupied yet, so we could have food and everything. But some of our friends couldn't have like basic needs; they couldn't meet them. Yeah. How how would you describe when you hear, you know, the shooting or the bombs? Now, do you play video games? Does it sound? Yeah. Uh, it sounds like. A lot more scarier than the video game. Like Call of Duty? It's more scary than that. Yes, definitely more scary. And is it is it all times of day and night? Uh, usually at night. Um, day is pretty calm and, I don't know, safe maybe. Sometimes sirens go out, but... Nothing special. Uh, cool. In places like Kharkiv, Mariupol, Uman, yeah. it's throughout day and night all the time. Like, we can have sirens three times uh, an hour. It's just crazy. And then you never know if it's real or if something's really going to happen. No, sometimes sirens uh, go off late when the bomb already arrived. Sometimes they on time. Like, we don't know. It's very, it's hard to predict what to do. What do you think of your president, Zelensky? Well, that's a very interesting question, but I think he does a great job uh, inspiring people. Yeah. He's really brave, man. Yeah. Yeah. And He's right there. He did not leave. As Anna said, other people, you've had an, that other leader that left. He is. He's not leaving. He's going to stay here to the end. He's awesome, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Do your friends, does everyone like President Zelensky? Is he what we would say badass in America? Yes. <laughs> He's the real deal. Yeah. Uh, my friends, before this thing happened, the war, uh, my friends didn't really like him, what he's doing, but as soon as uh, all the action started, uh, my friends started, and I started to really appreciate what he's doing, respect him, yeah. Now... Where do you where do you go from here? You want you want to go home. You want this to end so you can go back to your home. But what what happens now? Uh, we have some relatives in here, so we go into the train. <laughs> it's gonna be a difficult trip. Yes. Where are you taking the train to? Shetson. Uh, it's on the border with Germany. Yeah. Do you know what I'm? Yes, I've been there. Oh, okay. What can you tell us? I have relatives there. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, it's going to be a full night trip. In we have no sitting places in the train. We we need to stay. We need to stand. Stay in the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the for you, yeah. But the the I would add little children and some of the women. So you have to kind of suck it up and stand. Yeah. Do you, do you know of some older boys in your neighborhood that are staying to fight the Russians? Uh, Eight, if you're 18, you have to stay and fight. I know a couple, but uh, they just stay in the city and not in the territory. I know a guy, uh, I know a guy who was uh, volunteering before war. 
he was very active, like, uh, he has a very active position and he always wants to improve the town we live in. So it was just natural to him for go and help the uh, military. So I don't think he serves in the military, but he helps like volunteering with uh, food, with supplies and stuff. Yeah. Terrible. How much do we hate Putin? He's terrible. He's evil. Describe it. <laughs> Can't describe. He's insane. But he I'm not gonna swear. But he's insane. Please don't. We're live on the radio. <laughs> I'll get in trouble back in the United States. I'll be end up with you on the train if you start swearing. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Anna will be getting me. But the the thing is, he needs to be stopped. Um, this was not. You know, he has put out false information in America. Oh no, he'll be welcomed in Ukraine. He is not welcome in Ukraine. The Ukrainian people want the Russians come in. No, they don't want them to come in. Um, have you ever heard of Hunter Biden? Does that name mean anything to either one of you? I didn't hear, haven't heard about it. There are some people in America think he's behind this whole thing with Putin. He's not. They're, they're crazy. He's not. Uh, to be honest, I think the situation is very difficult. It's not only Putin. Uh, like some of people have agendas. It's not only Putin. And the situation is escalating around the world. Uh, and I think that uh, uh, people have to be very careful with Putin because any crazy, any like bold moves can provoke him even more. And we don't want like uh, any nuclear bomb in here. We want to survive. No, we don't want a nuclear bomb. We're very close to the border here. But you guys, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Can you say your names one more time? Tanya and Vlad. But see, you are, where I'm jealous is you have a, a tough young leader. We have old, slow, they call him Sleepy Joe, and he has to take naps, and he doesn't remember where he went. Oh, that's who's leading our nation. <laughs> he would be sleeping through the bombing. Yeah. Like so, our older people, too. Like, my grandma didn't want to go to the basement. She wanted to sleep when, it, when the sirens uh, came It's too over. difficult for her to yeah. go down here. Yes. It's difficult for the older people to get down in the basement? Yeah. But that must be tough. Aren't they worried they're going to get hit or there's just nothing you can do? Well, some of them feel like uh, uh, if they die, they die, you know? Like they're too old and they don't really care if they live or not. Like Some of them think it's really the end of the world right now. Like, yeah. Like it's well, okay. listen, the Ukrainian people are tough and you have our support. Notice my two flags, blue and yellow. So, yes. Um, but listen, the world is with you. We're on the right side of history. We must defeat evil. You have a good leader. You have a very good leader. You have the best leader right now in Zelensky. We have an old, tired leader. He's tired. He can't remember. But we'll, we'll rally. Well, listen, you guys are terrific. And again, your English is great. Anna, anything else you want to ask them before we let them on? Uh, yes, I mean, I, I was going to ask you, like, are you, I mean, I'm in the same situation as you because my parents are there right now in Barkip region. And uh, is it safe, uh, I mean, is it safe so far for your parents? And are you worried? And are you in- honestly going to go on back? <laughs> Uh, it's been uh, 13 days already and they haven't had any difficult situations yet, no danger. But uh, the thing is, the scary part is that uh, we know that uh, this war affected economy really badly. Like not only Russian economy, but also ours and American too. Uh, but. Uh, I don't know. It's very scary. So we don't know uh, what the future will bring. 
is it going to be long or is it going to be short? Like, so we are worrying. We are worrying about our parents and friends who stayed in Ukraine. We need to send Vlad and his friends in to take care of Putin. Yes. <laughs> well, we go ahead. We'll go. Are you going to to come back after after the war stops? Well, it's a very difficult question because I read some information from the UN, and their statistics say that 80% of people who are refugees they don't come back. So we don't even know if we're gonna come back or not. But would you? Would you? Uh, I guess we would. I guess we would. We would. We wouldn't wanna leave our family here alone. We would be. Uh, it would be. Oh, it's your home. Yeah, Anna loves Ukraine. She wants to return. See her friends again. Yeah. I want to hang out with you. You want to go to the junior prom. You have <laughs> 15, right? Yes. When do you turn 16? Uh, in December. Next December. Can you start to drive in Ukraine when you're 16? Yeah. Mm, drive our people. I guess. Yeah. Like, he is a badass. <laughs> I guess uh, you can start driving a car in when you reach 18 in Ukraine. It's uh, a bit uh, later than, than in America, yes. So, to sum up, I guess if there is a place to come back, we would come back. Well, listen, both of you, um, we are with you. Um, I want to give you my card. If you could just hold that just like that. Just because then you can drop me a note and uh, we'll let you know how you can watch this. Isn't on his English as well? I'm so impressed at, um, at how good. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Perfect. Suddenly I cannot. Hold on. Folks, everybody bear with me. And again, we are uh, live. Hold on. Where's my. Okay, here we go. Hold on, Vlad. And I'm going to give it to you, and we can uh, watch this. And again, folks, you're listening to the Thank you so much. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Excellent. And again, folks, uh, it is very, very brave. What does that mean? I like that. Is that like just glory to Ukraine? Glory to Ukraine. Oh, I love that. So, a lot of pride. A lot of pride. Um, all right. Good. All right. Thank you very much, you guys. Okay. Good luck. All right. And there's a hi there. Oh, are you with them as well? Oh, okay. How's her English? This is nice. It's like a road trip with the friends. Not really, though. Oh, I'm sure it's fine. So, well, it's better than my Ukrainian. I'll tell you that much. So. Time to improve Ukrainian here. So many refugees. Yes, there are. There are. And it must be tough. Uh, as you said, you know, I'm very struck by that. You, 80% of refugees never return. Yeah, they stay in the places they go to. Like, uh, of course, uh, they want to, but a lot of them are ashamed because they feel a sense of guilt. They left the country that was struggling and they had their life well. No, uh, they had a great life. What is she looking for? Uh, we don't know her yet. <laughs> he's looking for his. Uh, he's. Oh, she's looking for his. Key, uh, she, sorry. Your kids. Keys. Oh, she's cute. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. All right. Good luck. All right. Look for me online. All right. That's right. All right. We're gonna make our way. Why don't we make our way back around?
Uh, and Anna, while we just regroup again, I always like hearing your perspective after you heard from them. What what stood out in your mind? First of all, their English is great. Those are the first English speakers. Yes, that's because of the, they're our young generation, you, you know, and uh, you will hold it? No. Okay, that's our young generation, and they're really smart, smart, smart children, and uh, they they study really hard. So that's why their English is so good. And I'm sure we will find uh, more children like this, uh, teenagers like this, because as I told you, it's our young generation, and uh, there are a lot of smart, smart people, smart teenagers, smart, smart children there. And uh, what what stands what standed out to me. I guess this this girl Tanya, she uh, she actually mentioned about those uh, shelters. So it's it's a really big problem right now because I also heard a lot of stories like this because uh, unfortunately our country wasn't prepared for that. We didn't have and we don't have good shelters like like really shelters for for this situation and because of that a lot of people died as well after uh, like mm, under ruins you know and uh, it's a big problem yeah and uh, yeah I, I was really glad to 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 talk to to them because uh, I mean uh, we have similar situation and uh, and they're young yes and they're really smart children really smart teenagers Yes. So they learn English on YouTube. Yeah. So, yeah, because their English is actually very good. Yes. Why don't we walk through? I'm going to follow you. And, folks, again, we're at uh, Prismal for those that are just tuning in. And we also have the uh, live stream going on Facebook. And this is the uh, closest city to the border. So that's why it's so active with uh, all the people from Ukraine and the dogs and children and you see infants and uh, a lot of kids and then they are then going on to another destination from here. This is, um, for those wondering what it's like, picture uh, Stop and Shop when we get threatened with three inches of snow and suddenly the place is mobbed. Um, you can tell a straight line. Reminds me of the old days, Christmas shopping at Midland Mall. Where we very crowded. Okay. And then uh, see some different hats. Let's take a walk to the front again. But, folks, this is, um, for those that are just tuning in, again, it's the John DePietro Show. We are closer now to the border. Tomorrow, I believe, we'll be right there. And my goal is so you can, uh, we'll film and you can actually see the Ukraine border, but this is the closest city, and that's why, for those that are watching the live stream, it's really, really chaos, and it's been like this non-stop. It is um, weather very, very cold today. Yes. Okay. So in the past, and again, this is where a lot of people are, um, you can see a live crew right here. I'm not sure where they're from. Oh. They're trying to, and again... Um, to interview them. Yes. yes, but I guess they don't speak English, so it's hard for them. Yes. I'm not sure where that woman is from. She's, yes. She's nodding. Well, we could talk to her. Maybe I'll interview her and she'll interview me. Do we know what language they're speaking? That um, woman? This woman? 
Yeah, the reporter. Yeah. All right, Anna will go. And again, folks, good afternoon, everybody. Here it is. It is Juan. And, uh, well, she's. I think she could be going live. This reporter, this Scott. Hello to everybody on Facebook. Thank there. Yes. Hi there, everybody. It is uh, very, very chaotic. Boy, those kids were terrific. Hi there, Pete Mitchell. Yeah, no, it's cold. Um, but feeling good. And uh, don't miss tomorrow. We're going to get a little bit closer to the border. Closer, closer. And then we'll see uh, whether or not it's safe. But it's... It is uh, quite the scene here, and Juan has on his, uh, oh, I have on my Ukrainian hat, show everybody in just a moment, and I am aware we're on the radio, don't forget folks, Propane Plus, Tim Johnson sent me a nice message, all your propane needs, make sure you contact Propane Plus, and I will be giving out the number both East Greenwich and Massachusetts. And then, of course, I want to mention our friends with Henry Oil. You can always depend on Henry Oil for all of your oil needs. Fill up that tank now with Henry Oil. So let me just uh, show again. Here we are, folks. It is uh, Juan. And I have, you can see my new, for those that are watching, you can see uh, Juan's new hat. So do we know, uh, thank you, Gary. Yes, do we know what uh, country they're from? I no? think uh, she's German. German. Oh, okay. It's tough to tell. But yeah. she's not Polish and she's not Oh, all right. Well, then forget her. And she's not talking to us. <laughs> um, again, folks, uh, good afternoon again. Um, and, and, and Anna, uh, again, I, um, it's not lost on me or the various people that as you're being so good and communicating and uh, translating for us an insight, um, you, you have friends and family back in, in Ukraine that I'm sure you're worried. Yes, of course. Of course. So I have a lot of friends. They are still in Ukraine. So, for example, one of my friends, she's my girlfriend. Uh, so her boyfriend and, her, and uh, actually her, uh, they stayed there. And um, as far as I know, they applied to the military together. Oh, wow. So they, they are volunteering right now. They, uh, they are trying to help. Yes. And uh, another friend of mine, he's 40 around 42 or something uh, actually those those guys uh, we've been living together uh, so they are my f- like flatmates uh, and uh, another guy uh, he is 42 or something and he also applied uh, to the military and uh, last time I, I asked him like uh, how was he and he sent me a picture uh, where where he's standing with the gun and the helmet and he said we will kill them (laughs) look at that i love the spirit good that is the ukraine spirit we can't stress that he also told me like he texted me you will come back soon i promise good oh good so they're hopeful they are really hopeful and they are fighting and actually i uh, i mean i left before the war has started and when the war has started i was still abroad and honestly i felt super guilty not to be there because i also wanted to help somehow so that's why i came to poland because i I wasn't here i came to poland and that's why i'm going to the border uh tomorrow and that's why i also uh, agreed to to work with you to to let those people out there know what is happening here and uh, that is um you know that is almost like an untold part of the story is the amount of people that are staying behind and i think our 
what you just said, you know, those that leave feel guilty. And then she said that's why a lot of the times the refugees don't go back is because they feel guilty for leaving. Yes, I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I have also, I have a lot of friends. And uh, the, the majority who are abroad right now, uh, we are texting with each other. And they are telling me, like, we're, we feel so guilty because we are not in Ukraine. But at the same time, for example, if you are there, sometimes you can't help because you, you would need to, to hide in a shelter. And there is no help out of it, you know. Uh, so it, it's 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 a bit complicated. So you you feel guilty, but in in some cases you you can't help somehow. You know. You know. Also, and again, folks, um, you're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website depietro.com. Those on Facebook, please share that you're watching. Make sure you follow the page, and you want to click notification to find out when we go live. Um, you know, we we learned so much. Also. Um, some of the older people will not go down to the basement. Yes, and actually, actually, I also heard a lot. Yes. I also heard now, is that stubborn? Like, no, I'm not going, or they physically cannot? No, no, no. I think it's not about. It's not. It's not only about physical condition. You know, it's more about their spirit. Yes. So, for example, the parents of my friend, uh, who is my best best friend, they are in Kharkiv right now, which is almost ruined which is almost ruined, completely ruined. And they are still there. The parents of my best friend, they are still there. And they refused to, to go anywhere. They said, uh, here, here is our land, here is our city. We've been living here for our whole life and we won't go anywhere. And we will be fighting and we will stay here. If we need to die, we will die. So We're going to make our way back inside. It is chilly out here. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, folks, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to thank also, don't forget, one of our big sponsors, the Coesit Inn. Thank you to Jim at the Coesit Inn. Great meal. They also have delicious Polish food. Jim was very helpful in uh, giving some tips with traveling over here. Again, folks, we are at uh, Presmo, if you look on the, the map. And we are, this is the closest big city to the border. We can give you an idea of... Um, well, I just want to show the map of the arrivals so you can get an idea of who's coming into this train station. Kind of reminds me of the Kingston train station, to be honest with you. So that's where this is happening in real time. You see uh, Warsaw. You see um, Lesel. You see Berlin. Uh, and M-E-D-Y-K-A. See that? The 950. That is the border. And that's where we're going to be tomorrow. So, no, um, you see the little child, the kids are sleeping. Hi there. Hi there, little children. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so, I was just filming that. Beautiful children. The people of Ukraine are beautiful. Yes, it is. I'm sorry, I was just a little bit heartbroken because the woman is crying next to me. Yeah, so um, I, I just uh, got a text, uh, like a text message from my one of my best friends, and um, somehow she managed to uh, to get her parents from Kharkiv uh, to another city yesterday, and the district where they were living uh, is was destroyed was destroyed today. 
So, I mean, she, she's obviously glad about it, but at the same time, if they had stayed more, you know, they, I guess they would have been dead already. I mean, that's that's terrible. I, I'm sorry, I just... Uh, no, no, I understand, Anna. And this, folks, there's a nun who was maybe just uh, visiting with the people. Um, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. So we'll make our way through a little bit. Again, uh, those that are watching live stream, we will have it up. Hi there, Sherry, D'Amico, and everybody uh, on FB. We will be doing uh, one later. These are, you can just see, it is, um, what, what it just kind of reminds me a little bit is uh, sometimes when we've seen people having to get evacuated because of a big storm, but this is uh, much different because there's no telling when exactly that they're going to be uh, returning and going back. And so it's, it is a little bit of a Grand Central Station feel, meaning crowded, packed in, somewhat chaotic. Um, but all in all, this is, um, and you know what else is, stands out is the determination where you don't have people uh, saying, so, and Anna, if you could just, well, the, and recap for um, just most of these people, first they arrive here, and yes. now they have to figure out, can I hear this too, where, where they're going to go? Yes, yes, it's true. So that's like the first point, because as I told you before, uh, we, we have a train, which is direct train from Kiev to this city, uh, Premisol, to this city, which is super close to the border. Uh, to the Ukrainian border. So this is the first stop for them. This is like a turning point, a transferring point, I guess. And uh, as far as I know already, as, uh, I mean, I asked some people here, and as far as I can see, uh, they, they are staying here for a while, and they are trying to figure out where to go next. So some of those people already have some relatives, and they know where they're going and some of them don't of course uh, so that's why we have those uh, volunteers here and they're helping our people fortunately because i also uh, i was standing next to some people and i was listening to their conversations with the volunteers and uh, i've heard they that they were asking for the accommodation so those volunteers, they are helping our people to find an accommodation here. Now, and also, again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Now, I wonder if another train just pulled up because you notice suddenly, like, all of a sudden these people start coming flooding in. Yeah. And so uh, why don't we walk back yeah. out onto the tracks? And again, folks, we are in uh, Presmol, Poland. Uh, if you look on the map, it's about 15, 15 to 20 miles um, and it has been like this nonstop of these people. But what also has stood out to me is the amount of people that we hear that are not leaving, that are staying there, and a lot of the elderly are staying there. And we see um, the various people. This looks like a good spot. <laughs> My goodness. So this was perhaps just a regular train station. Now, do we know? We don't know where that. Those, those trains could be going anywhere. Yes, we don't know, but so this train, yes, they're, they're going to some Polish cities, yes. Wow. And it, Very close, not so far away. Yeah. 
Now, earlier we were down along uh, the tracks, and um, so I, I can't stress enough. Now, I also know, folks, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I want to thank both the great Jeff Gamach and JR. And also, don't forget our, about our friends at Senadale Revival. Sheen gave me a thumbs up and uh, total support and approval. That is a great place. Folks, visit our different sponsors that have uh, helped us to uh, do this in. It's obviously also fluid. And Anna, I don't know if you also... Oh, this... um, Is that like... Uh, oh, let's walk down here. Look at that flame. That's new. Um, folks, as you know, it is complicated between... Uh, well, it's so cold out here. The um, As far as the NATO and the fighter jets and whether or not Poland and that's something that's beyond a control and I know that uh, wow it's just heat it's a heat lamp and then all these people um, with the food it is kind of cold over here yeah it is all right we could go back near their uh, near the door because then they're just coming in and folks I also um, will be posting a lot of the video on the website to petro.com you can also just kind of see a lot of uh, international media. We haven't seen any American media. I was talking to a photographer from CBS a little bit earlier. If you could just come on this side. And um, other than that, Anna, how would you compare this, um, since this is day two and you're so terrific, how would you compare this to uh, yesterday from what you're seeing with the people arriving? It's, it's much more intense. Uh, there are much more, much, like, uh, much more people here, and uh, especially kids. There are a lot of children, and I mean, I was, I was a bit uh, shocked, uh, and it's super heartbreaking to watch this because, uh, yes, like only mothers uh, and only children are here. Uh, and actually, you can see that that there, there is much more media <laughs> as well. Yes. Where um, yesterday you didn't have that as much, um, and we're that much closer. But you had um, had also mentioned that um, a big part of this is because the people can come here directly from Ukraine. Yes, yes. So that's why we actually came here because uh, this city is uh, is really close to the border. And uh, you can reach it uh, by train from Ukraine, by, uh, by the evacuating train. What about also, um, you had touched on, what not only do these people leave, and they have to leave their homes and businesses, and children can't go to school, but on top of that, it is um, the goodbye for the husbands and the fathers. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I can imagine because uh, my parents and my relatives are still there, but I didn't say goodbye. I mean, if uh, if uh, we had to say goodbye, I mean, it, it, it would be really heartbreaking. And uh, I can imagine how it is to, to say goodbye to, to your parents, to your family, uh, to your home. To, to all that you knew before, you know, I mean, and <clears throat> right now, nobody knows when it's going to end and when they, they can, uh, they will be able to come home, actually. Even me, I don't know, so. And I, I also, and again, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, and I, I want to stress, listen, this 
it begins and ends with Putin ordered the invasion. He was putting his troops along the border. Uh, he was the aggressor. This is a war of choice. He was not being threatened by the Ukrainian people. He has decided, Putin did, that he wanted to invade Ukraine. And that's how we are right now. Anything else is just noise. It really, and you know what's frightening on it is it begins and ends with one man that said, go ahead. Yes, we just need to, to kill this, this insane person because he's really, he's out of his mind. I don't know what's wrong with him, but uh, right now he's doing what he wants and someone needs to stop him because uh, who knows how it could end, you know? Maybe it could end only with Ukraine, but who knows? And uh, that's why I was I was telling you before that it's not only our war. And you know what? Not only that, and I want people to understand that are listening, and also the people on Facebook Live and also on the radio, though. But I haven't heard anyone say we need someone to broker a peace or we need someone to. No, it, this. I hear from everyone, and it seems to be this ends when he ends. Yes, yes. I agree with Period. you. End of story. Because I've heard also like some opinions. Uh, maybe Russian people can go to the demonstrations and do something, you know, like do the revolution or something. But I mean. I don't Very think difficult. so. I don't think so. It's so difficult. Uh, the like the regime, you know, the regime in this country is so strict, so tough. They're super scared, and I, I don't believe in it really. You know what's also interesting? And again, folks, Anna, who speaks flawless English, who is a trans translator, um, who's been so gracious, uh, help me and guide me with this, is. Um, the fact of the matter is, the way we are criticizing him and saying we both want him to, to uh, meet his demise, we wouldn't be able to do that in Russia. No. They're locking up anyone that discusses or never mind say anything negative about him. I mean, if I, if I had said something like this in Russia, I would, be, I would have been definitely in prison, you know. <laughs> so, of course, I can imagine. I mean, I understand. In some ways, I understand Russians as well. They are scared, and uh, that's that's not. I mean, basically, I think that they should do something just for themselves, not for for us. You know, they should do something for themselves because that's the country they are going to live in, and uh, it's their choice right now to live in that country, and that country won't be good for them because they they're going to struggle a lot i mean economic economic wise uh and actually they will be isolated and uh, it's not going to be to be good for them as well so but i also as i told you i also can understand them and uh i don't believe in this in this theory <clears throat> that russian Russian people can do the revolution. That's I, I think it it's not going work, to work. You know, I also want to um, and again, folks, what you see are the trains going by. They're going to all different destinations. Um, but if you are listening to the John DePietro show, we also this is uh, incredible with Lee and Hugo live. What they're doing for our radio, just so people may be interested. But uh, this is called Hugo Live, and he beams it off a satellite that we're using in Amsterdam, and that allows me to. This comes in crystal clear in the United States through the radio. 
So, um, so through that, but and then I connect right with Jeff on the phone. But I was watching. There's some fascinating pieces for those that really want to learn. And I encourage everyone that's listening or watching the Facebook stream. If it, it he is, you know, there's some fascinating pieces on Putin on YouTube, but that the Frontline series had done, and they talk about you know when he came in in 2000. He actually talked about, well, maybe maybe Russia will join NATO. But fast forward 10 years later, and he is a completely different individual. Everything that would happen, he became more paranoid about the West and about America. They talk about when he saw that we went into Iraq, he thought, oh, okay, so they can go into a country and I can't go into a country. Then when he saw, supposedly, when Gaddafi was taken out in Libya, he felt... That then, so that's how they're going to end me. If they want to end my reign, the West, he's always blaming the Americans. There's a great interview with um, the American, he was the American um, ambassador to Russia and said they would have meetings with him sometimes and the Russian representatives. And when the, you know, the Arab Spring, where the people rose up in all the protests, he blamed that on the West and, and the Americans. Um, he's always, you know, very cautious of NATO, he's very paranoid. He feels in 2014, when the Ukrainian people threw out the Putin puppet, um, whose name escapes me, who was the leader that then did leave the country in 2014? And then you did get the leader you wanted. And that's Yanukovych. That's exactly right. He actually sold the part of our country to Putin. So, of course, we are... (laughs) For for billions of dollars. Yes, yes. And And I I think uh, I I saw it in in the news that he's uh, in Moscow or in Minsk right now. So, uh, he was hiding. This The uh, prior president, he was hiding uh, in Russia and in Belarus. Because right now, Russia and Belarus... They're the same, (laughs) as you know. You know what I want people listening to understand? For instance, people will say, oh, Ukraine, it's corrupt. Well, first of all, where I'm from in America, Rhode Island, is very corrupt. But the person who was corrupt was the Putin puppet. Yes. So, and then they, they tried to, and you know, but interfere with the Ukrainian elections and trying to meddle with that. Um, and he, they were unsuccessful, but they, he cannot stand that the people rose up. Zelensky is your president and the people of Ukraine have the leader that they want. Yes, finally, we have the leader that we, 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 we wanted for so long. Because uh, I can understand Americans who, who say like Ukraine or maybe not Americans only, maybe you, some people from European countries that Ukraine is so corrupted. But I think we just got like some time ago with Zelensky, we just got to the right path, you know, we just got to the right path. And now it all it's it's all screwed again because of this war. But we just got this leader. Uh, that we who will really believe in, you know, and uh, maybe Ukraine used to be corrupt back then with those 
Brian Lee. Well, because Putin wanted to have his puppet there. That's what it comes down to. And you only get half of the story. And that little crying child, that poor little child. <laughs> Folks, if you can hear in the background, and those, again, it's the John DePietro show. This, I mean, as much as it's a crying, you got to understand, these are very young children, and they have been traveling. Oh, it's super. But, but what are they supposed to do? It's freezing. Uh, they have everything in a suitcase. But you know what I liked, uh, Anna, was Vlad even said a lot of his friends, they weren't sure what to make of Zelensky. Now they all love him. Yes, definitely. He's motivating, you know. He inspires people. Inspires, inspires people. That's, that's true. That's true. Because some of the Americans who were hired that were interfering with the Ukrainian elections, one is, there's a couple names you may not know, but Paul Manafort. It was very odd that there were some Americans that somehow, like, I just remember discussing it on the radio, like, why would some Americans be over there involved with the Ukrainian election? But that's because they were working, believe it or not, and it's embarrassing, but with the Kremlin to interfere with the elections. So, um, so you know, you, you have to go back to Putin's history, uh, Ukraine's history. This has been building. This is what people need to understand. He has been planning this. Uh, he did try to meddle into our elections in 2016. He got away with it. Um, he took Crimea and got away with it. And he has been allowed with aggression to... A few wars in different countries uh, and he also got away with it. He got away with everything so far. And I think that's, that's the point where he should be stopped. Because I mean, it's insane what is what is going on right now. How many people died, and uh, actually, that's maybe the the first time when uh, the world realized what is what has happened, you know, and who is the evil here? He is the, he is without question the evil one here. He needs to be stopped. Um, and, and I also just want to touch on it again, folks. The voice you hear is Anna. She's from Ukraine. She's been a fabulous translator. She's going to be tomorrow uh, doing some volunteer work. We believe at even closer to the border, right, Mandika? So, um, but it, it really comes down to, I believe, that Putin, he liked having a puppet government and interfered. And, and, and if you don't mind, because it is a history lesson for some people, but you had a leader that sold him basically some land. Yes. Yes. So, yes, of yeah. course. Just touch on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it was like 2014. We had this president. Uh, his name is uh, Yanukovych. I think you know him, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I think he's famous. And now, actually, he is a former house which is like a small city uh, the suburb the suburb of Kiev is also really famous it's like a museum yes. and uh, he stole a lot of money from Ukraine and he sold a part of our country he is so okay I can't swear here <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Right. Well, folks, again, uh, it's the John DePietro Show. Here's what we're going to do. Everybody on Facebook Live, we're going to be back a little bit later tonight. As far as the radio, uh, what I want you to do, we're coming up close to the top of the hour. I want you to stay tuned. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news, and then there's two more hours to go. 
right here. Leave it right here. AM 1380 and 909.9 FM. Let's send it back to Jeff in the studio. Well, folks, right now there are two more hours of the John DePietro Show coming up. I am JR on this beautiful Wednesday. We've got spring-like weather coming up later on in the week, and then we'll just take care of business. Stay tuned now for more of the John DePietro Show. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.